Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to How May I Serve You, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele. By accident, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. And Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Johan Nigara. Did I pronounce it right? You did, bro. You did. Okay. <laughs> great, great, great. All right. So Johan has spent his entire career solving problems and fixing businesses. He discovered the power of systemization and leverage in his early 20s, where he built his first e-commerce business. This knowledge allowed him to grow not only his business, but his clients as well. One of his latest businesses has reached a valuation of eight figures in 2.5 years. Ooh! Oh, okay. <laughs> Yoha has significantly increased the bottom line of over 1,000 clients in more than 40 industries worldwide. He does this with a focus in technology and utilizing the systems he has built over the last two decades. Johan has an uncanny ability to increase business profits, wealth, and success. He uncovers hidden advantages, overlooked opportunities, and undervalued possibilities. This skill set has captured the attention and respect of CEOs, best-selling authors, entrepreneurs, and marketing experts. Johan's clients range from top-tier banks to private business owners, but they all have one thing in common. All of them have profited significantly from Johan's expertise. Many clients acknowledge that Johan's effort ideas have led to millions of dollars of profit increase, that he is their secret weapon in their war chest. <laughs> I have the secret weapon over here. <laughs> Let's go. Let's, Let's bring it. Oh, okay, okay, Johan, a secret weapon. So Johan, you are amazing. So listen, first of all, before we even go further, I would like to thank you for helping me really, really find my calling. The reason why I say this is, even though I've had my company for uh, a few years now, I was always looking for ways and means to create impact. And you were the one that introduced me to B1G1, the, the tool, the, the leverage that's allowing me to really work towards making this massive, massive impact. 100%. So everyone, listen, Johan, he's the guy. Like I said, he, he is the, the secret weapon in these business owners' war chests, all right? If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been able to work towards this goal of impacting 50,000 people per year. So, Johan, right now, I just want to give you your, your kudos, right? Give you your flowers, you. right? Right right off the bat. So, Johan, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? The two-minute version. Sure, man. Well, you just gave us, like, the longest intro I'm sure that you've ever had to read out. <laughs> who, who am I at the end of the day? What, who I am is I'm here to serve, you know, and that's why I love, love the title of your podcast. Every day when I wake up, the only thing I think about is who can I help? And, you know, it was probably 20 years ago when one day I woke up and I heard this man who used to charge $25,000 an hour. And I said, how is that even possible for any person to get paid $25,000 an hour mm. to be able to help someone? And then the answer was simple. He used to go into businesses 
and fix these businesses. He's to say, okay, I can see where you're at with your business, but have you thought about this? Have you thought about A, B, or C? And he literally has three things. And the man I'm talking about is Jay Abraham. So he's my mentor, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how we met. Thomas, you know, we met through a J.A. Abraham group. So it's it's amazing the the people that you meet through this tiny world. You know, you're across the globe from where I am. I'm in Australia, you're in America, and we can connect in this day and age. It's never been possible before. 30, 40, 50 years ago, this could never happen. Um, So back to the story. This guy, you know, he says, hey, how can I go in and fix these businesses? And I said, oh, my God, I want to do that. That's who I want to be. And so I started learning and studying and then implementing these things in my business first. And then after seeing it work in my business, all my friends started coming up to me going, hey, man, how'd you do that? Tell me, how did you create this referral campaign? I'm like, that's easy. Check this out. And so (laughs) by showing my friends and then people started saying, man, you've added so much value to my company. Can I pay you? And then I read another thing saying, hey, if you're going to do something, you might as well get paid, paid for it, right? And so that's how sort of my business started. People started saying, how can I get leads to my business? I was like, this is how you get leads. Okay, cool. How do I get them to spend more money? This is how you get them to spend more money. You know, how do I create referral campaigns? How do I increase the size of my market? All of these things. And so just by taking these little steps, these tiny steps, which started back in 2004, you know, we're now in 2021. Looking back, I could never have believed or achieved what I did, what I would achieve back then. Because back then I was like, man, I'm just walking around helping people. But through helping people, you actually end up changing the world. Now you're talking about, you know, B1, G1 and the impact that you're creating over there. To me, when we signed up for B1, G1 through business authorities, I just, I wanted to just say, okay, all the money that we're making, I just want to impact the world. And our mission is to impact 100 million people. And in First year, right? First year. Hey, big, hairy, audacious goal, right? If people don't laugh at it and think you're crazy, you're not dreaming big enough. (laughs) So I said 100 million. But in the first year, very first year of its existence, running, I think we ran five events, right? We made 1,080,000 impacts. First year. 1 million. Right. And five events, right? That five events is nothing. It's absolutely nothing. So if we could do that with a brand new company, Mm -hmm. impact 1 million people's lives, then if everybody else gets on board, we could literally change the world. And so that's why I love B1G1 and, you know, Paul and Masami's mission, because you get to see the impacts that you're creating and you get to see people's lives change. And it was different. So the, the difference, you know, I know we're talking about this. The difference between B1G1 and charities, like I've always donated to charities and stuff, but it was basically, it was an ego thing before, I got to say, because you'd say, yeah, man, I donated 10% of my profits. Big deal. Big whoop. You don't actually know where that money's going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I track it. Yeah, exactly. And you don't know how much of your money that you're giving. You know, I started getting reports that 80% of my money wasn't actually going to the people. It was going in admin fees and all these things. I went... That's crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, only 20% gets to that last. But with B1G1, 100% goes to the people. And that's why I love that organization. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones all things that wreak havoc on your body. 
this is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T dot com. And schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. And it's funny thing is normally when I when I refer to someone, I, I always vet them. I always do my due diligence. And Johan, he introduced me to the, the co-founder of B1G1. So I was able to meet the, the guy, the head honcho, you know, <laughs> and right off the bat, we built a great rapport, you know. So once again, thank you for making that happen, Johan. And um, so Johan, I want you to tell us a little bit more about your childhood, man. I know you, you're, you live in Australia. Um, have you always lived there? Yeah, yeah. So we, we migrated here when I was 10 years old. So 1991. Okay. I'm giving away my age right now. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> so 91, we came here. We came from India. Um, and when we moved here, uh, it was it was crazy, crazy because we moved here during a recession, like there was mm. no job. And so my father, who was a who? Yeah, well, he was a um, engineer on the ship. So we were pretty well off back in India. And then yeah. we came home and he couldn't get a job and literally a year passed and he had to get a job cleaning toilets at the oh. age of 38, I think it was. And so to imagine, like literally, you know, my age, he'd have to go and rebuild his life by going and cleaning toilets. And now he's become a very successful man. Oh. And oh. all he ever said was, I've sacrificed my youth for you guys so that you can now take you know, carry the torch forward, and now you have the you're in the land of opportunity. So there it's, you go. it's every, every immigrant's uh, you know story. That's what the parents do. They they sacrifice everything for their kids. Um, so grew up here. Uh, what else would you like to know? I could tell you stories for days, my friend. <laughs> but you know what? That's a great start because your story and my story are are, are similar. Because um, I wasn't born here. I came here from Liberia. I survived a civil war. So I came here in ninety one wow. as well. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I came here in 91. So um, I came here, I was a skinny African kid with a thick accent. And we moved to Brownsville, Brooklyn. This is like back in the 90s. This is like when it was bad. <laughs> this was, you know, so imagine. Civil war, this, civil war. Yeah, I survived a civil war, man. Imagine coming from that to a whole different environment and having to just go through the, the, the difference in diversity, um, having to survive. Um, kids trying to trying to pick on you because you're different, right? So it's a yep. the immigrant story is a powerful one, man. It, it really makes it really helps you to create that um that shell, right? That protective um shell. So I I always respect speaking to other individuals that have similar background as I do. You know, it, it builds resilience. Oh, uh, definitely does, man. Definitely does. <laughs> you gotta definitely. get that thick skin. If you don't, you 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 create <laughs> one in the first year. Yes, indeed. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, so Johan, I want you to tell us a little bit more about what you do, because I know you've helped so many um, companies, CEOs, and various organizations to scale. What do you yeah. do? Awesome. What, what, what's the company? Is it a consulting company? Talk to me more about yeah, that. Man, I'll give you a quick little uh, rundown. So I own eight companies at this point in time. Um, <laughs> um, 
it's 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 freaking awesome because as i said it's a land of opportunity and every time you know we get an opportunity in which other country could i own and start off eight companies and run them simultaneously have staff and everything and just you know it's incredible the world without um, having any, any gray hair needed i don't see any gray hair on, on the head man i don't see any gray hair so you have eight companies <laughs> with no gray hair that's that's a you know that's that's a miracle right there actually <laughs> That my daughter was born four years ago. That's when I got my first gray hair. So. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown of my company. So I have two digital agencies. The first one is about 10 years old now. Um, that one is like going to a Chinese restaurant. Like I built this company when I had very little business acumen, right? It was, okay. it, back, you know, when you look back, you're like, oh my God, how did I, how did I do that? And so when I say it's like a Chinese restaurant, you literally go into that company, you open up the menu, and there's a hundred things on the menu. So it's very high volume, low profit, but it supports more than a hundred employees. Therefore, I'm never going to shut that down. Nice, We've built nice. a great little referral system. We have about 36 agencies who feed the work into that company. And so that's what we're pretty much a white label agency. So we're doing all this work on behalf of all these other companies. And okay. that's how that one runs. I built another company, which we were talking about, which is it's app technology. So we build mobile apps for buildings. So all the buildings that are going up in this, you know, in my city, mm -hmm. they have my technology that runs the buildings. And basically it started off with, I moved into this building. And when I moved in, the guy said, this is the best building in Melbourne. You know, it's the most highly advanced, technologically advanced building. I'm like, yes, I love tech. And then I get a piece of paper under my door and it says, <laughs> your, your window is going to get cleaned. I'm like, all right. And then that night I get another one saying the carpets are going to get vacuumed. I'm like, well, all right. A month goes by. I got an inch thick of paper sitting on my table. And I take this to the guy. I'm like, hey, man, how much is this costing me? He said, it's a dollar per sheet. I said, a dollar per sheet, 500 apartments, a dollar per sheet twice a day, $1,000 a day just to tell me that the pool is getting cleaned. Like what the, wow. I go, why don't we build an app for the building? He's like, an app for the building? This is 2012. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, it's okay, I'll do it. So I go to Dubai, I, you know, check out their technology, come back here, we deploy it over here. You know, we built a building management system. We built this app technology. We launch it into this building. This guy goes, this is incredible. Can I partner with you? I'm like, yeah, let's partner. So secret to success, partnerships always, right? My first company, 36 partnerships. This company, partnership, this guy who had the database, he had 30 buildings. So we launch it into these <laughs> buildings. It takes two years to launch it. And then this guy goes, hey, man, I'm retiring. I'm saying, well, I'm retiring. You buy the company. I'm like, well, okay. Like, I got no choice. Sure, why not? So I buy the company off him. And then I'm sitting there with all this amazing technology, but I'm not a guy to walk around buildings trying to sell them, you know, apps. Like, uh -huh. so I said, universe, please hook me up here. I need some help. And I get a phone call from these guys going, hey, we love your technology. We've been trying to copy it for two years. What's it going to take to buy you out or partner with you? I'm like, ah, keyword, wow. partnership. I go, let's sit go. down. Let's so we sit down, we talk, and just like you, Thomas, I vet every person that I do business with. So... I'm talking to these guys. I've looked at their profiles and these, I'm, I cannot believe I'm sitting at this table. So the reason I say that is I'm sitting down talking to these guys. The last company that they built, they took it to $1.2 billion. Ooh, big boys. <laughs> I'm sitting with the big boys, baby. I'm like, hell yeah. How did I get to this table? Anyway, so they say this is, you know, this is the company we want to build. This is the resources we have. We want to build it to $100 million. Okay. I'm like, all right. I'm like, Yo, man, but right now my company is doing a million bucks and I've got that much stress on my head. I cannot imagine building a hundred million dollar company. 
And they go, don't worry, we don't build businesses like that. We build it. We build them properly. I'm like, what do you mean build them properly? What does that mean? Like, who says that? Okay. In, you know, in four years, it turns into a $20 million company. And, I, and it was the easiest company we ever built because it had proper system, proper foundations, proper systems, proper structures, proper mm-hmm. distribution channels. And so through that process, I was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Like, wow. And I was literally on cloud nine. While I was doing that, unfortunately, two of my friends, they committed suicide, which... Oh, well, happens in the business world, you know, it's something that most yeah. people don't like to talk about, but business is stressful. Stressful. People, uh-huh. It's very stressful. It's a lonely road. When you decide to get into business and you decide to quit that nine to five, you end up getting a, you know, 24, seven, 365 with no breaks and you sacrifice time with your family, uh-huh. you know, all of these things, especially in the first years afterwards, you can rate the rewards. So these guys do the unthinkable. And I said, oh, my God, how did this happen? One of the guys, his funeral had 500 people, right? So there's a lot of impact that's happened from this one person doing this. And so I said, my God, you know, how, 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 did, how does a man make that decision? So I started calling up all my other friends and then found out that they were, they were experiencing, well, you know, loneliness. They'd reach plateaus, et cetera, mm-hmm. and they didn't know how to move forward with their business. So I said, let me help you. And so then they started asking me, you know, who do I use for this, for this, for this? And so I started putting together my dream team, people who I work with. And then I asked some of them, would you like to present this on stage and share this with a bigger audience? Mm. And that was the start of Business Authorities. So Business Authorities, the first event kicked off, I think it was January 2019. 150 people, you know, showed up for this event. My promise to them was pay the ticket fee. And no one on stage is going to pitch you anything, but you're going to get two days of pure strategy and content. That's it. Mm. Okay. And take that momentum. And that's what business, that's how business authorities, the community was built. And mm. from there, we're now at something like 3,000 people, right? So, 3,001. I mean, I'm about to join. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's all about building, growing, and scaling companies and how to do it properly, properly, mm-hmm. right? So that's business authorities. 2019, one of those 36 agencies that I spoke to you about with my first company, I was looking at the books. Now, I've got a general manager who runs the company. I just look at the books and see the numbers here. So I'm looking at the books and I go, oh, wow, this this company is not ordering from us anymore. So I called up the dude. I'm like, hey, man, why are you not ordering from us? Do you not like us anymore? And he goes, nah, his business partner has cancer. And so he's been struggling and he doesn't know what to do. I said, oh, wow, dude. You've been in business for 18 years. What are you, what are you going to do? He goes, I'm going to shut the company down. I go, shut the company down? Are you serious? Like 18 years of hard work, what are you going to do? He goes, I'm going to get a job. I'm like, you can't do that. You're unemployable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So I go, let me look at the books. Let me see if I want to buy the company. He's like, yeah, I'm up for it. So we go to buy, you know, go to look at the books. I'm like, they're blue chip clients. Like this guy's got a database of, I think it was 4,000 people back then. 4,000 people of which 800 were blue chip clients. When I'm talking blue chip, I'm talking about mining companies, banks, you know, companies that were established for more than a hundred years. I'm like, man, I'm buying this company. So we did a managed buyout. So we did this managed buyout, agreed on the number. He comes with me to the first meeting. The first meeting we go to is the mining company. We walk out of there with, so he's in the past, by the way, tell me, I, as I said, I can talk to you for days on all this stuff, right? So you lead me when you need me to stop. And no, 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 this, this is good. This, what, one thing that I'm seeing on a reoccurring basis is you 
you come you come you come off with empathy right you 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 come up with you come out with empathy and you're always looking for ways and means to provide solution right yep. you right. are a problem solver right off the back you're not coming off trying to ask people for money your main focus is to solve the problem and what happens is you end up creating a business or opportunity from from just from that you know and it's, it seems like that's that's like a reoccurring theme right there you know you know and that's 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 powerful man this is something i want more people to understand it's not always about trying to understand trying to figure out how much money you can make right up front it's finding the solution to a problem and that's going to manifest into opportunities you know and you are a a testament to that right there but um i I want to dive into into this question man knowing how hard you work and how full your schedule is um, have you also experienced any health and wellness challenges? Because I, I know being a person yeah. that's managing all these companies, a lot <laughs> going on. Dude, back in I think it was 2011 when everything was like kicking off. I, you know, I went from being pretty much a solopreneur to a guy who had employees. Now I had to wake up, and if I didn't wake up and I didn't do what I did, mm-hmm. people weren't getting fed. People's families were not getting fed. So that's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure, a lot of stress on my shoulders. So I was dealing with, I think we had 15 employees at that point in time. I had about 40 clients who were sending us, you know, all this work. So I had to deal with clients. I had to deal with my project managers. I had to deal with my outsourcers. I had to deal with all this stuff. And I would literally wake up at four or five in the morning and work until midnight. And even then I couldn't shut the brain off. So I would drink probably a bottle of alcohol, right? (laughs) It's not a good thing to do. And before you know it, I'm eating crap. You know, just junk food, just trying to get that little sugar hit to keep going for an extra hour. I started to balloon out, started to look unhealthy, um, you know, all of this. And then I one day woke up and looked in the mirror and I said, who the hell is this guy? That ain't me. And so I started to take control of my life again and said, you know what, I'm going to set some boundaries. I will not be taking calls after this point in time. I will start eating properly. I will not just reach for junk food every time. Mm. By taking control of my life. And then it gave me control back, which then allowed me to deliver more, focus more on people rather than my own bullshit, right? Because when you're doing all these things, you're just being reactive. There you when go. You're in control, <laughs> when you're in control, you know, you can ha- make things happen. Exactly. And one of the things, you know, when my kids were born, I was like, wow, I want to be around for my kids. I want to play with my kids. I want to be able to run with my kids. I see all these other dads at the park and stuff that, the kids are outrunning them. I'm like, hell no, I'm not going to let my kid outrun me. <laughs> I mean, some of these dads can't even bend over to tie the shoelaces, man, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, you know? exactly. it's, that's the reality. It's crazy, man, because like, like your story is part of the reason why I have my company, right? My wellness company. Like Back in the day when I used to be a celebrity trainer, I dealt with a lot of entrepreneurs and um, executives. And I had this one situation where I was working with a client. She was the VP of a multi build out a company in Manhattan. But I noticed she was having most of her meals and her meetings at bars and restaurants in, in the city. She was having about eight meetings per week, once and once to three drinks with each meeting. You know, and when I saw that and I approached her about it, I explained what I just discovered. Now, this was a lady that was very astute. She was very, you know, well held up. You know, she was always she carried herself. She was the A A personality type. She carried herself very well and very upfront. And when I explained to her that if she continued going towards um, that direction, that trajectory, she was going to become ill. She broke down my arm, started crying. She literally broke down. 
And I, this is what I realized that entrepreneurs and, and executives, they are extremely stressed out. Prior to that, I wasn't even aware because I was just a, a trainer and like a nutritionist at that time. And I and gradually I wanted to create a solution for this. And I created my concierge company, man. You know, something, uh, a company to provide accountability and and that support, that support, you know? So like it's like same, same, same thing with you. If there's a, a problem, you have to come up with a solution, right? And now mm-hmm. I'm actually passionate about what I do. I'm living my truth and especially with, with what you did for me, introduced me to B1G1. I'm able to connect that to a, a cause and create even more of a massive impact. So everything happens for a reason, man. Our, our various experiences, our adversity becomes lesson and lessons helps you to really generate more solutions, right? It's like a, it's like, it's, it's literally like, like a circle. You go around, 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 around. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, man, that's, this is a beautiful thing right here. So as you were saying, so how, so you, you started to invest in yourself more. You started to put yourself first. And your output expanded. Correct. There you 100%. go, man. That's self-investment. That's self-investment. Take control. Take control of your life. I realized that by me reaching for junk food, it was a coping mechanism. By me reaching for alcohol, by the way, I don't drink anymore. Uh, you know, it was a coping mechanism to shut down the brain. I was like, I need to shut down so I can sleep. All that it just meant that I was out of control. Mm-hmm. When you're in control, you can do what you want. And you create the outcomes. You are a creator when you're yeah. in control. And, and so, you know what? Yeah, and check this. The thing is, it became a habit for you, right? You got so used to living this lifestyle that you wasn't even aware what was going on until you looked at yourself in the mirror, until you had that that rude awakening. Because yep. if you hadn't gone through that experience of, oh snap, this is what's happening. I just blow blow <laughs> out, right? You have continued to go down that trajectory and not know what, what's going to happen after that, man. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And and so many and so many friends, unfortunately, who are older than me. I spend a lot of time with older people because you learn from the older generations, right? Yes, indeed. They they gave up on their bodies. When they gave up mm-hmm. on their bodies, their relationships started to fall apart. <laughs> when their relationships started to fall apart, their mental health started falling apart. Like, mm-hmm. hey man, my wife doesn't think I'm attractive anymore. I'm gonna go back to work and make money. So then I'm gonna buy her stuff and then. That's how I'm going to win her love. So many stories just like that, right? Yes, Whereas man. the ones who, who live life to their fullest. And by the way, you know, our, our generations are living longer. So we're probably, we might be getting to 100, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. So you want to be a fit 100-year-old or do you want to be, you know, in a bed getting looked after by somebody? Those are sort of the decisions you got to make now, which mm-hmm. impact later on. And the funny thing is people think that they're invincible, right? So they don't, they don't think about the outcomes of their behaviors <laughs> and their actions. So it, it, it's funny, man. It's funny how human beings um, act and, and the way we operate in this society, right? But um, but listen, you are on point, man. You understand what you need to do and you're doing it right now. And because of that, you're you're helping more people. You are you have more energy for, for, your, for your kid. You know, and, and for and for your for your relationship, your, your family, you know. Yeah. So okay, so when you come from work, how do you feel? Do you have energy to still play with your daughter, to hang out with your wife? Talk to me about yeah. that, man. Yeah, man. So I built my business out now so that I only actually ever talk to seven people. So 
you know, I, I told you the story about my father, you know, working from yeah. five in the morning until like midnight nearly every night. So we didn't get to spend much time with my dad. Mm -hmm. Now I get to spend heaps of time with my dad because they live five minutes away oh, and we awesome. hang out and we're, we're like the best of friends. Okay. But he, he wasn't there when I was a child. I wanted to make sure that I am there for my children, which I am. And so by setting those boundaries, I only spend, you know, I only talk to seven people in my companies and then they go and they do what they need to do, which then allows me brain space to think and strategize and create relationships and do mm -hmm. fun things like this. Whereas, you know, before I would never be able to do these kinds of things. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> running eight companies and still be able to have a podcast like at like nine in the morning um, in Australia, that's, you know, but you made it happen. So it's all about. So, so talk to me about systems. Then you you you're able to create these systems, um, and and these various um, you know, these managerial you know positions to help you execute. I think this is this is why most businesses fail or don't have the systems in place. Correct. You know, you know having if it's it's. I keep telling people, just think about McDonald's. Everybody in the world has heard about McDonald's. Uh -huh. can, uh, can McDonald's hire 50 people today and not feel any issues in terms of their, their operations? The answer is yes. Can they train 50 people? Yes. Can they hire 500 people? The answer is yes. Why? Because they have the systems to hire those people, the systems to train those people, the systems to have those people on, you know, if they have 15 year olds running their companies. What would your company be like if you could have 15 year olds running the company, making you heaps of money, right? And by the way, I used to work at McDonald's. I used to work okay. at McDonald's back in 1994, making $5.51 an hour. And I remember one turning point was when I came home and my dad said to me, how many burgers did you make today, son? I said, I think I made about 500 burgers. Oof. He's like, you made 500 burgers. And how much did you get paid? I'm like, I think I got paid like 50 bucks. He's like, you work 10 hours. You're going to get taxed on that 50 bucks too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and wow. you made 500 burgers. I'm like, mm -hmm. wow, I made it. I created a lot of value, right? Mm -hmm. Value for the people who enjoyed it. So anyway, systems. You know, most businesses fail because they don't have the right systems in place. Systems in, in terms of lead generation systems, customer delivery, you know, onboarding, all of those things, the right systems will actually make your company great. And most people don't invest in that. They, they're still stuck in hunting and gathering. They'll hunt for a client, yeah. they'll get a client, they'll deliver for two weeks, then they're hunting again, <laughs> all those things. Yeah, that used to be me. <laughs> that used to be me. So I, I'm working on getting better. <laughs> I have awesome. a team right now that I leverage. Now, not as big as yours, but I'm working, I'm working there. <laughs> so, so um, Johan, what drives you, man? What drives me? Impact. Impact. We only have a very finite amount of time on this planet. And at the end of the day, you know, it's um, it's not about money. Money gets you certain things, but soon you realize that, well, what, you can't really spend that much money. Yeah, that Every person reaches a point where they're like, I can't buy any more stuff. I can't have any more houses, can't drive any more cars. What? Why am I really here? And when you realize you're really here to create impact, to help people, that's when you have a true awakening and you go, wow, I would just love to live out the rest of my days helping people. Mm, yeah. mm. Powerful, all right. And, and this is why we're friends because of that <laughs> that one word right there, impact, impact. Yeah. And I always well, like I'm... to connect. I always like to connect myself with people with similar mindset. You know, I'm very big on that. My peace of mind, number one, and number two, who I associate myself with. And Johan, he's a amazing guy. So, what do you believe you need to improve right now in order to get to the next level? Me personally, 
Oh, yeah. dude, I'm working on like 10 things on myself right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm constant, never-ending improvement, you know, working on my mindset, my spirituality, my body, mm. my relationships, my friendships. Um, yeah, man. My money, you know, because, yeah, anyway, so there's all those things. There you go. There you go. Just the, the fact that you're constantly working on yourself, it, show, it, it shows that you're not trying to be um, stagnant. You know, you, you're trying to constantly grow. You know, yep. this, this either, is why you're, you're growing or you're dying, man. You're exactly. Either grow or you're dying. You know, this is why myself personally, I don't believe in retirement. I don't believe yeah. in retirement because there's always something to do. You know, Re reti retirement's for employees. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, no, that's, when, that's true. Interesting. Yeah. When, when you when you do what you love, there is no retirement. That's just mm. you. Just like I have a lot of friends who are they're like 80 years old and they're still like one of the guys. He's a trillionaire. He's building buildings like there's no tomorrow. I'm like, why? How much more money do you need? He goes, it's not about money. He goes, I built a building. People have moved in. People are living there. There's kids growing up because mm. I decided to wake up and build a building. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a different way to look at that's things. A great right? mindset. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great mindset. So Johan, what advice would you like to give to other executives about staying on top of their game? Just surround yourself like that, you know, Napoleon Hill, the five people you hang around with, the most important thing. You hang around with fat dudes, you're going to be fat. You hang around with fit dudes, you're going to be fit. You hang around with smart dudes, you're going to be smart. It's just the law. It's one of the laws of nature, right? So, um, yeah, man, that's it. Just okay. keep, keep working on yourself. You'll never, ever, you'll never, ever outcompete yourself because who you are today is different to the person you were yesterday and that little new data points that you give yourself. You know, if people people who knew me a week ago, I'm different to who, who I was a week ago, right? Because mm, mm. we're constantly changing. Your, your thoughts, the amount of thoughts that you're having every day, I think it's something like 72,000 thoughts 70, a day. Yeah, yeah. You know, so your brain is constantly rewiring and so just constant evolution. And that's what makes friendships really good because a lot of different friends have the same thing. And so when you catch up and you, you get to talk on this another level about how you've leveled up and you get to see that journey. So that's, that's what I love. There you go. That's awesome right there, man. So um, are you currently working on any new projects that you'd like to share with us? Any, any new books, new projects, new programs? Yeah, Talk yeah to for us, sure. Yeah. So I've got a couple of books that I'm writing right now. They should be out by the end of the year, hopefully. Um, okay. I've just, I'm launching another, another couple of businesses. We just bought a software company and We've combined this. This thing's been in existence for 13 years. Combined eight other softwares together together to make it a super software, right? <laughs> and it's for every business owner needs this because it focuses on lead, like lead generation at the click of a button. Thomas, you tell me that you want all the CEOs in New York to know who you are. You click a button, you type in New York, you click generate. You have their names, emails, phone numbers, everything. Then you click another button and now you're on all their Facebook following them around with ads, with your content, and they're seeing you everywhere. They're getting to know you like you trust you. And then they get into your funnel and there's engagement happening. You're like, hey, it's Thomas, how are you doing? And they you build that rapport all automatically. Wow. This AI technology, like artificial intelligence technology, can be having 100 conversations every minute with 100 different people. So that's my <laughs> like. How much lead gen can you do in a day? This thing can do a hundred times that, right? Wow! It, it literally. So I'll give you a quick example. When Canva, have you heard of Canva? C A N V. 
So Canva is Australian company. You know, when it came out, when we started using it, it replaced the work that that program did. It replaced five of our graphic designers. Wow. Right? And it would take 10 minutes to do what they used to do in eight hours. This AI technology, this conversational technology for lead generation and to manage your entire company, that's what I've now invested in, is going to be the... It's going to be pretty awesome, I think. <laughs> Just let, let me know when it's out, all right? I'm your first guy, <laughs> right? So give me an email, give me a call, shoot me a text, and I'll be the first one to jump on. Because <laughs> that's that sounds amazing right there. So um, if someone were to inquire about your services, I just want to connect with you, all right? Where can they find you, Johan? Yeah, man, for sure. So if you go to business authorities, B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S, authorities with an S, dot com forward slash new hyphen training. Thomas, I'm sure you'll put the link in here. You guys can get about four hours of my brain of exactly how I build and grow and scale companies. So go check it out. It's an awesome training and you'll enjoy it. There you go. You heard it from your man. Go to his <laughs> site, go check out his content, go get the wisdom you need to step it up. All right. Johan, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Thank you for, you know, taking the chance to, you know, Hop on this episode, and last but not least, how may I serve you, my friend? Dude, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, you impacting those 50,000. Dude, I want to help you blow that out of the water. Let's make it happen. Thank you, man. We'll have a conversation. Let's do it. Awesome, awesome. Let's go. Let's go. I'm hyped. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Thomas. No problem, man. So, um, everyone, thanks for coming on board. Thanks for lending us your ears and your eyeballs, and make sure to tune in to next week's episode. Cheers.